With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Fans, welcome to the one and only day after extravaganza. Celebrating the Pittsburgh Steelers and their preseason game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the other night. It's fantastic. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Along with me is behind the still curtains, Tony Defio. And the show is brought to you by Behind the Still Curtain, as we do after every single game. Now, usually, I know it's not the day after. It's a few days after Monday night. It's really exciting for us because... After six, well, actually like seven and a half long months, Tony, we have football once again in the Steel City, and Steeler Nation is going crazy. What do you think, my man? Uh, so glad to, to finally get to talk about some football that I got to watch live. It's it's uh, it's going to be a fun show, and I'm excited. I am too, and this is the for doing this by ourselves. Um, special thanks to Dave behind Tom. Uh, the past couple MC. So we're back. We're doing it. It's a little bit earlier um, throughout the season. When the season starts, we're probably going to do it this a whole lot more in the evening. But because of scheduling concerns, we're going to go ahead and do it tonight. It's great to see we have uh, we have fans already showing up on YouTube. So uh, be sure to chat with us on the live chat. So much to talk about. Some great stuff from the other night. Some sad things over the weekend in Steeler Nation. We're going to talk about all of that. Tony, the Steelers played their first game. And usually when the Steelers play a preseason game, week one is a tight affair. It's never really a blowout. 
Um, it seems like the Patriots and the Ravens always have blowout games. And once again, they both did this weekend. The Steelers did not have a blowout, but they scored a lot of points. So my question to you is what really resonated most with you when the Steelers beat the Buccaneers the other night? Well, I think the main thing, uh, they scored 30 points, which as we talked about off the air, it hardly ever happens. I think that, that, uh, is a testament to their depth at, at, at backup quarterback. I think they have three worthy, uh, candidates that fight for those two spots, the second, third, I'm sorry, the second and the third string quarterback. So I think that's, uh, one, one reaction I have to that. And I think as far as, uh, uh, what resonated with me is 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 I was excited about some of the individual performances that I saw, and, I, and I'm sure that we'll talk about in, in a sec. And that's something we are definitely going to do. Um, in fact, the title of the show is "Can Steeler Nation Feel Better After Just One Preseason Game About the Backup Quarterback Situation?" And my answer to that, Tony, is yes, they can. Here's the reason why: the last couple of years, we looked at these guys and we were like, "Uh, okay." They're not great, but they're there. And last year it was like, okay, Josh Dobbs is coming coming on. He doesn't look amazing, but hey, we got him, so that's good. Um, but so this year we have three quarterbacks not named Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger that showed up and looked really, really good. So that's something that I'm really excited about. Let's talk about them all. Josh Dobbs, number five, third-year veteran coming out. And uh, he got the start, and a lot of people feel that he earned the start. Look, nobody earns the, the start in this situation. This is, in the Mike Tomlin regime, it's typically the incumbent, the guy with the most years, the most tenure that gets the start in these preseason games. And it's probably something that they'll switch up next week. You'll see Mason probably go first against Kansas City. But Josh Dobbs came in. He uh, led a couple of scoring drives. He had two scoring drives, um, no touchdowns. Actually, excuse me, one scoring drive, which was a, uh, a field goal. Um, but he looked pretty good with his legs, and he had a really beautiful pass right away to James Washington for 44 yards to announce himself himself with authority. So let's go ahead and grade these quarterbacks. Let's go ahead with Josh Dobbs first. I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him a B. I think he looked, he looked really good. And, and, you know, like you, like you wrote over the weekend, uh, he, he was kind of compromised by his offensive line. You know, he, they had all subs. I think, I think Filer was the only one that started, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so it's hard to, to, uh, to look, you know, really good in that situation because you don't have Juju, you don't have all the starters at your disposal when you're going up against Tampa's uh, number one defense. You know, as many of those guys started, I'm not, I'm not sure, but you know, you're going up against their number ones and a bunch of your number twos and number threes. So in, under those circumstances, I think he did a really good job and he looked really poised and I'm, I'm going to give him a B. Okay. And something, uh, it's great to have everybody chat along with us. Kyle Smith, disagrees with me and he wouldn't say the pass was beautiful hey it's beautiful to me when i see uh see james washington uh haul it in as long as it's a completion i love it and but that's a good point um because that's something we're going to get to kyle a little bit later when we talk about mason rudolph because i have some theories on uh on his touchdown pass but you know josh dobbs to me um if I'm ranking these guys, I still have him at number three. I know he was out there with the first team. Um, the 
offensive line was not amazing, especially the second string offensive line. Um, Chooks Akorafor, uh, in my grade article, he was definitely on somebody that uh, requires improvement. Uh, I changed it. I, it's no longer the detention section. It's just uh, needs improvement. Um, I'm not passing out dunce caps like I used to in the past. So it's a kinder, gentle, gentler BAD. <laughs> but um, so these guys were kind of running for their lives at quarterback. But when they had a chance to throw, they did not look bad. Um, pretty good stat line for all three. So you're going with a, a B. I, you know, I'm, I'm looking at a B minus for Dobbs. He does have that extra tangible. He has the ability to get them out of trouble with his legs. But is that enough if he has to play late in the season and uh, spell um, Ben Roethlisberger, especially like he had to in Oakland and could not get the job done? That's really what we're looking at uh, most in the situation. Cree Ickes, uh, a good, uh, a big fan of us, um, he uh, gave Dobbs a C minus, and uh, he also feels that uh, even though they didn't have the starting lineup, that. Uh, he did not feel like uh, Dobbs was uh, too too uh, consistent there, um, but neither did did uh, Rudolph in that situation. But he felt that uh, Rudolph was a little more consistent than Dobbs. So uh, definitely uh, get get your uh, get your comments in, and I appreciate that. And also, if you have something that is pressing that you just definitely want us to talk about, feel free to do so. Um, that is something you could go ahead and throw some money in what we call the BTSE tip jar. It's called Super Chat. You could go ahead and uh, click the dollar sign on the screen and get in as well. Um, feel free to do that. It goes to administrative cost. It also goes to the contest. And uh, we had some exciting uh, news the other day where uh, Dave Schofield was at the game. He met up with our contest winner who won tickets from behind the still curtain from Canada. The gentleman was from Canada. He and his uh, lady came down. Um, I believe it was from Ontario, if I'm not mistaken. Saw their first ever Pittsburgh Steeler game. I saw a picture of them on the site with uh, with the one and only uh, Kevin Green. So that's actually wow. something that's that's really cool, cool too. So, um, but anyways, let's get back. Let's get back to the quarterbacks. Then we have Mason, Mason Rudolph. Um, a lot of he's still a big. Big time crush in Steeler Nation. I know our good friend uh, and our editor-in-chief, Jeff Hartman, is in love with this guy as the next Steeler quarterback. I like him, too. Um, but right now, I'm pining for one guy, and my only guy is Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger. Um, but with that being said, did Mason Rudolph do enough, Tony, to, after just one preseason game, to definitively take the lead for the number two position at quarterback? Uh, I'm not ready to go there yet. I think what, what he showed me Friday night was that he's way better than he was last year, which is what you're looking for, I think, from a, a, a second-year quarterback. And I think he looked, he looked, he showed more poise. He showed leadership. You know, he, he read through his progressions, which I was impressed with, especially on the touchdown to, to uh, Gentry. Um, so that's what, that's what it tells me. It tells me that they're now on – an even playing field. I think, you know, ultimately they want him to be the number two guy, you know, so that was encouraging, you know, his improvement, but as far as him being head and shoulders above Dobbs or, or it's a, def, it's a definitive uh, yes, that he's number two. I, I don't think we can go there yet. 
You know what? I'm uh, right now. I am making him my QB two. Um, of course, that could change in just one quarter, one week um, on Saturday when they play Kansas City. That's something that could happen. Um, vodka drinker. He loved Mason's pocket awareness. He moved in the pocket to buy time for receivers to come open. And something that uh, something I was going to mention too, vodka drinker. That's a great comment. Um, his footwork was so much better. It's something he really worked on in the off season. Um, he had he had a solid game. Now two. Uh, two uh, touchdown passes, one to James Washington. The other one, um, he was in trouble. He was, uh, he uh, had, he waited. He found Zach Gentry alone in the end zone, um, threw it pretty high. So now this is where the debate happens. My thought was, my gosh, he overthrew this guy. And only a 6'8 tight end is going to catch this ball. And then there's others that are, well, you know what? It was by design to go ahead, like Ben would do with Jesse James a lot, uh, throw it high and have him go get it because only he can get it. And uh, and no one's going to be able to cover that unless you're Andre the Giant. But <laughs> I've never seen uh, – Andre the Giant was not good at backpedaling. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and he was a liability in coverage. A lot of people don't realize that. Um, <laughs> he had he – had, uh... He had stiff hips. He couldn't. He couldn't <laughs> move his hips out of the break. <laughs> My gosh, I would love to see Andre the Giant <laughs> trying to. He'd, he'd be great on a Hail Mary pass, though. Oh yeah, you would put Andre up there every single time. <laughs> um, anyways, okay, we're getting off subject. We get goofy here, and that's the glory of the Hangover as well. Um, so you know what? What's your thoughts on that? Because I tend to think that he was overthrowing him. A lot of people were giving him a little more credit than I did. He still looked good being able to, uh, I mean, turn uh, a jailbreak. I'm not really a jailbreak, but turn oncoming rushers, and he was in trouble, and get out of trouble to throw that ball. So I'm going to give him credit for that. Am I wrong, Tony? And you know what? I have no problem being wrong. No, I don't think I don't think you're wrong because I don't think anybody can really say for sure. And my first thought when I saw it was that he was doing the, you know, the catch thing with Joe Montana and Dwight Clark, where he was, you know, if 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 uh Gentry doesn't get the pass there, then it goes out of bounds. But, you know, I guess time will tell because if he becomes a a great quarterback, then you know, we could say, Yeah, he was he was throwing it where only Gentry can get it. And if he struggles, then we could say, Yeah, well, he was probably throwing it high there. So, you know, that's why I think it's too early to make any definitive statements about whether or not he's the number two uh, quarterback. I think we have to, it'll be great to see what he does. I can't wait to see him play this uh, Saturday because I think he's going to start, you know, if, if it's a true competition, he's going to start that game. So I, I'm anxious to see how he performs in that, in that situation. We're talking about performances. You got to put a grade on it. Get out your red pen, mark him up. Are we putting the dunce cap on this guy? I know we're not going to do that, but are we going to put him in first chair though? Uh, I'm going to give him a B too. I'm going to go with the B. I think uh, that's a fair grade. I think, you know, he looked really good. He looked really good, but I think, you know, just one, one game so far, I, I think we can't go too crazy with this guy. So I'm going to give him a B. So two quarterback Bs. So two right. QB valedictorians. So yes. when Macho Man's theme comes and these guys are walking down at the front of the class, they're both doing speeches, Tony. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying for, for now. Oh, for now. oh come, come on. Wishy-washy, uh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I love it, man. Um, so, well, we could possibly break the tie. Do we have a dark horse? I mean, everybody's uh, everybody's last guy here that no one knew. 
no one knew back in uh back in May. Only a few people knew, and we've been talking about this guy on BTSC for a long time. Devlin Hodges is a name that Steeler Nation knows now, and he is not. Uh, in fact, you know what? L- let's do this. I can't do it. I've I've read these names, but could you name? And not last year, because last year doesn't really count because Landry Jones was there. But could you name the number four QBs going in the last couple preseasons? Could you give me one? Uh, I'm tr- I'm trying. I knew this was going to be a question. I didn't know, but I kind of had a feeling, and I and I could not. I, I didn't want to look it up. I didn't want to look it up because I, I wanted to see if I could remember, and I cannot remember it. There might have been a guy named Wright. I know there was a guy from Duke. Um, yeah, they they just they were there to uh, be the fourth guy in camp, and uh, if camp they, arm. yeah, if you get anything out of it, then it's gravy. And so they uh, they had a camp arm. His name was Brandon uh, Brogan Roback this year, and Brogan Roback, a lot of people know from Hard Knocks last year. Um, um, not only was he the fourth arm. He was out of Michigan State. He, uh, he had a really good story. They highlighted him a lot on Hard Knocks last year. His girlfriend was hot, so that was a really good thing. Um, but uh, Even fourth-string quarterbacks. But, yeah. And girlfriends. Now, uh, now we have uh, Hodges coming in. And, look, his stat line was 8 for 14. He had a lot of drops. He had a lot of balls that were right on the money. Somebody, I saw somebody write that this guy could have been 13 for 14. Um, he had one that was really ugly, but, um, and he had two plays in the fourth quarter. That I'm like, okay, yeah, he's, he's shown some true colors, but most of the time I was comfortable with this guy as a number three. So uh, what do you think about his performance and what did you notice the most about him? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I just, I was very impressed. And what I noticed the most is how comfortable he looked. He just looked like, you know, it's his first game ever coming from, was he played for Sanford? Sanford, yes, in Alabama. Yeah, and his first game ever, granted, it's preseason. He's going up against a lot of guys that are of the same pedigree as him, third, fourth string. But still, that's a a pretty big situation for a, a young guy to come into. And I thought he looked poised. And I was very, I'm, you know, type verbally, I realize this, but I just thought I was very impressed by him. You know, everything point, I heard, everything I heard from in training camp, you think, ah, it's all just, just training camp talk, but he backed it up on Friday. Poised was the word that I was going to throw out there too. I really like what he can do. And Hey, look, I like all these guys. And I think we, we definitely have a wealth at quarterback this week that we didn't think we had. Um, the goal for me is uh, what if you could get a, a sixth or seventh out of a guy like Dobbs? Because, you know, come on. Um, the reason that you made that trade last year to go ahead and jump ahead of Cincinnati to get Mason Rudolph was for him to uh, either bridge the gap or be the heir, 
heir apparent. When you have a guy that, uh, do you really want a guy the caliber of Josh Dobbs if he were to, uh, if Rudolph would win the job, the caliber of Josh Dobbs to go ahead and carry the clipboard and learn, or a guy with so much upside that uh, really could be a future player in this week, this league, or a high caliber backup in um, in a guy like Devlin Hodges. And think about what Devlin Hodges has done in his career. He is the all-time FCS leading passer. A 24-year record he broke, and the man that he broke was one of the best small school small school quarterbacks of all time. A guy named Steve McNair. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I'm thinking here. Um, if you could try to trade a guy like this, go ahead and trade him. I think he would have more value than a guy like Landry Jones would have had. Um, but that's something we won't know. I mean, the next few games, you can't just, and I'm doing it, but you can't just say, okay, it's over after one week. And I know that, but there's a possibility that you have, uh, that uh, you have a wealth at this position now that you no longer have had before. So let's go ahead and give this man a grade. Devlin Hodges, number six, the best number six since one Walter Bubby Brister. I'm going to give him a B minus. I, I, you know, and I, I don't want to, you know, go too crazy. I'm going to give him a B minus. I really liked it. And and I like what you said about the, about the scenario of trading a Josh Dobbs. I think his ceiling is as a backup. I think he could be a really good backup in this league. So you know, there's no point in him, uh, like, as you said, carrying, you know, being a number three guy, you know, this year. Uh, whereas I think Mason Rudolph, his his ceiling could be as a starter. And uh, I, I think that's where his potential could possibly take him. And Devlin Hodges, you just don't know. You don't know where the next great quarterback is going to come from. So, you know, why not keep him on the roster as, you know, as, as your number three? If, if you get into a desperate uh, jam, you know, in the season, God forbid. Uh, you can always sign a veteran, but I think I, I like I like what you had to say about about the uh, possibility of a, a trading a Josh Dobbs and seeing what you can get for him. Is this the best position the Steelers have been with quarterback depth in the last couple of years? Oh, I absolutely. say yes, absolutely it is, and I think it's a testament to them for for recognizing that they needed to upgrade the position overall, and they went out and they spent a couple of of high draft picks or fa- fairly high draft picks. Uh, to bring some talent in the last few years. So I think it's kudos to them for doing that. Well, uh, once again, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, there was a lot of depth questions uh, coming in um, at a few positions, and all of a sudden there's a lot more depth that we know of. Let's go to wide receiver real quick. You know, we didn't see Juju. Nobody wanted to see Juju. We didn't see Dante Moncrief. That's a guy that a lot of people want to see, but that's a guy that a lot of people have gone ahead and penciled in as the wide receiver number two. You can't do that now after this week. When you saw what James Washington did, he came in primed, he came in ready, and after the game, he was very humble about it. And uh, here's something I'm going to segue into real quick. Um, we're not be- going to be very humble about this because this is something I'm going to boast. Um Jeff went ahead and put his article after the game um, where he put the sound in. And we got a mention on Good Morning Football this morning. Behind the Steel Curtain was credited with, uh, with the quote and the, uh, the audio about James Washington saying, look, I haven't even done anything yet. 
So that's that's something that you've got to be pretty excited about the fact that this guy is humble enough to say that, hey, I've got so much more to show you. You feel that's the case. Absolutely. I think it's, it's, it's uh, a, again, a great testament to his attitude. And, and you know, um, and, and what he what he showed on the field, tell you know, kind of like what Mason Rudolph, he showed that, you know, he's much more comfortable and much more uh, has much more confidence this year than he did last year. And and again, you can't you can't anoint anybody a number two or number three at this point as far as the receivers. But I think he made a great uh, he took a great first step on 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 Friday, and uh, and, I, and I also like the fact that he's he's staying quite humble, which is uh, what we need around here after the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, no, not a lot of humility in the last couple of years. This is uh, this is a completely different team and something we've been talking about. Hey, look, there's a lot of guys on this team. Andy Shoup thinks Tevin Jones is going to make the team. He looked really good. Our good friend and our colleague here at Behind the Stoke Curtain, Flip Fisher, asked, whose spot does Tevin Jones take? Here's the problem. There are very few spots, maybe at the most six, and a lot of guys vying for these spots. We know that Juju has one. We're pretty sure that Moncrief and James Washington has a spot. Then you have guys like Ryan Switzer. You have Eli Rogers. Um, you definitely have Deontay Johnson, who's a number three draft pick that's we haven't even seen yet. We haven't seen what he could do. The other day, we saw some good stuff from, from of course, Tevin Jones, but Deontay Spencer and Johnny Holton. Nobody knew who Johnny Holton was unless unless you really paid attention and this guy came in and he runs fast. He's a good return man. Same with Spencer who did great things up in Canada. There's a lot of guys here. We're, um, and we're not even talking about Trey Griffey, Ken Griffey's son too. So there's, there's a lot of talent here. Not all of these guys are going to get spots. Um, it is really going to be a dogfight for these guys. Yeah, like you said, uh, you assume that the first four s spots were already taken with uh, Juju and Moncrief and Johnson and Washington. But, you know, uh, Johnny Holton put himself on, on the map with that one 59-yard catch and run. I mean, he, he showed great open open field uh, moves and speed. It was, it was a thing to watch. And uh, you have to wonder, uh, if they keep six, how much do they value Big Ben's affinity, apparent affinity for Ryan Switzer, you know, the report that they developed, how much do they value that over what, you know, a Holton or a Spencer can bring to you in the, uh, in, in the return game. So, you know, uh, you have a couple uh, new uh, hats thrown in the ring as far as receivers are concerned. I think it's a, it's a very, at, at the very least, it's a very healthy position uh, heading into week two of the preseason. Okay, Flip, just, uh, you know, I agree with Flip here that Spencer has an inside track over others due to his special team's ability. But, Flip, I will ask you this and go ahead and comment back. What about Johnny Holton? Uh, Johnny Holton has uh, good return ability as well. Maybe not as, uh, maybe he's more of a kick returner than a punt returner. I don't know the answer to that. But, uh, Flip, uh, go, please go ahead and... Uh, and let us know about that, too. What What do you think about that? But uh, Logan DiLorenzo says he saw Holton live at camp, and he looked better than the other guys who were fighting for that sixth and seventh spot fast and looked physically dominant in blocking drills. So, I mean, that's something that, that's big, too. Hey, this is a this is a great problem to have. I mean, you, you can't beat this because this is good. You have guys in this situation where you didn't think you had depth. You lost a guy. Um, 
Mr. Third and Fifth, which I hate calling him that. I like calling him Mr. Big Chest or or I like calling him by his name, but I, I'm contractually not allowed to here on BPSC or <laughs> Dave Schofield will yell at me. Um, but you know what? We You can replace them with multiple guys, and that's something with all these guys running around, they're not going to be able to get double coverage. And the number one thing that we wanted this year was to make sure that Juju was not on an island and being covered um, so much because you don't trust everybody else. We haven't even seen Moncrief. We haven't seen Deontay Johnson. And we have guys that are going to give Juju a break already. Sure, it's against lesser competition. But keep in mind, you have a guy like Johnny Holton who played for the Raiders last year. He's played. I mean, he has played against competition. He has scored before. So that's something to get excited about. Um, one spot where we thought we had a whole heck of a lot of depth, and I still believe we do, but one guy that everybody was uh, was really excited about was Benny Snell Jr. I did not think Benny Snell Jr. had the bad game that a lot of people did. Um, one person on... Uh, on uh, one of my, whether it was my grades article or whether it was on, um, gosh, I forgot the names of my articles already. Knee jerk reactions, um, called him Benny Snail Jr. S N A I L. Um, you know, I didn't think he was that bad. Um, he was playing behind not great of a line. I know Jalen Samuels reeled off that 22 yarder. Um, I thought he looked really good as a pass catcher in that situation. I thought he was running hard. I love his confidence. I don't think uh, I don't think you could really go ahead and say that he's he's not what we thought he was after one game as well. Um, so with that being said, what are your thoughts about Benny Snell Jr.? Excuse me, Snell Jr. Here I'm doing it. Um, and and Jalen Samuels as well. Is there a front runner in this RB two situation? No, I don't think you can say that after after that game. I mean, you know, if it's if it's not totally fair to judge the backups, you know, quarterbacks based on the offensive line, well, you certainly can't judge them fairly uh, the running backs fairly because you know, I mean, you you need holes to run through, and Benny Snow Jr. didn't have very many holes to run through, but he did look great on that. Or not great, but he looked good on that uh, when he picked up that third third down, you know, with the, on the pass out of the backfield. And, you know, Jalen Samuels, he only had two carries. One carry went for, what, 19 yards, I think. So, you know, it's hard to evaluate him, too. Yeah, he had one great run, but he only had two carries. So I think to, to base any any opinion off of that game, I think it's, it's unfair to those guys at this point. We have to see what they do over the course of the entire preseason. And, you know, we also have to remember that a lot of the evaluation process takes place at training camp. So, you know, I think it's a uh, uh, wait and see uh, at this point. And training camp ends on Thursday, so that's very interesting as well. Deputy Editor Dave Schofield has jumped in, said Holton is the same role as uh, DHB, but better. You know, that is a very good point there. Um, uh, Flip did mention that about Holton earlier that uh, he doesn't know whether he did punt returns, but um, that you do need a guy in that DHB role. He was so very important. And if you have a guy like that, that's something to think about. So you've got 
a wealth of talent. Um, where the Steelers did not think that they had a wealth of talent, or at least Steeler Nation, maybe the team did, was an inside linebacker. They went and they got Devin Bush. And look, we're not, we don't have to spend much time on Devin Bush. Ten tackles, and still a lot of people said he wasn't that great. He uh, did not play his best game. He has a lot of growing to do. If you have a lot of growing to do after ten tackles, that's amazing then that means the sky's the limit for you so i'm pretty excited what we're going to see this guy seems polished out there he seems like the guy that could uh bridge the gap between what you had a few years ago with ryan chazier so that's that's something he is right now as advertised and the arrow's only pointing up that's all you have to say about him but you're talking about the big thing is depth and they had no depth it seemed you got what you thought was just special teams guys, but Ulysses Gilbert, the third really announced his presence with authority when he came in there and had an interception, what involved in three sacks, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, the guy was incredible. And of course it, you could say the lesser competition, but it was at that point, he was better than, uh, than equal competition there at, at, at that point. Um, so if the competition's equal, he really shined. So that's something that uh, that you could really talk about. Um, also, you have uh, have someone like number 49, Johnny Latner's grandson. And Johnny Latner was a, uh, and this man's name is Robert Spillane. Um, Johnny Latner was a number one pick of the Steelers in 1956, if I'm not mistaken. And he was also a uh, Heisman Trophy winner out of Notre Dame. Played for the Steelers for uh, one season. Um, had some military action in there. Um, never came back because of an injury um, sustained playing football in the military. Um, but with that being said, uh, you know, Spillane showed up a whole lot. He's He's a guy saying, what about me? You had other guys in there, too. What did you see at the, the linebacker position? Oh, I, I was impressed. That was the most, uh, it seemed to be the most impressive unit of the night, especially inside linebacker. I mean, you had, obviously, what Bush did, which speaks for itself. His first game, it reminded me a lot of Ryan Chazier's preseason debut against the Bills in, what, 2014? And, of course, Gilbert. I mean, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned, him playing against lesser competition, well, that's what you, you want to see him stand out. I mean, here's a guy I wasn't even considering heading into this game. Now he's on my radar because of the performance he had. If, if you're coming from a school like Akron and you want to really shine against uh, a similar level competition, and he did. So, uh, you know, and then Medikevich, I think that's the first time in years that he showed anything at, at the inside linebacker spot when he had that strip sack. So, you know, I think you have to be feeling a lot better about about their depth and, you know, obviously Mark Barron's a veteran. He played, which I wasn't expecting him to play, but he played a lot. So uh, I think there's a lot to be excited about there with, as far as uh, not just uh, depth, but uh, what you can get, you know, playmaking ability, uh, you know, as far as Bush and uh, Barron are concerned. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Another place, another linebacker position you got to talk about was outside linebacker Ola Denny is as advertised. He's picking up where he left off last preseason. He was hurt a whole lot. or I mean, he hardly played last year because he was hurt and uh, didn't get in. Um, then you have another Toledo uh, player, Tuzar Skipper, number 51. He's a guy when they picked him up. Um, I was really excited about it. He just looked the part. He looks like a mean linebacker, and he plays mean, and he he's exciting to watch. So there's there are some guys there that you could really get behind and get excited about. Those outside linebackers, especially the Mac guys. So you have Tuzar Skipper, you've got Ola Denny, and you still have uh, you still have the uh, the top three being Watt, who we we know is. Uh, already a mainstay on that team um you have uh bud dupree who could be in his last season and you have anthony Ciccolo there and these two guys make you feel a whole lot better um and you did mention baron and uh at inside linebacker i forgot to mention him i mean you know he got overshadowed because of devin bush and uh a lot of the big numbers but he was pretty solid inside too. Makes you wonder if they might go with speedier lineups, and uh, he might get some uh, action over uh, Vinny Vidivici, um, Vinny Williams there. Um, so that's that's a possibility as well. Um, look, the defense as the whole, it is hard to really grade them at this point because of the whole situation because you know these are the guys that aren't in there one guy that i wanted to bring up getting bent with bow wanted to bring this guy up too um justin lane he is a press man coverage corner and he was playing zone he was getting destroyed darren dalton agrees that it was uh he got sick to his stomach watching this guy get destroyed out there um and but you know that's something that, uh, you know, are you going ahead and you're putting him in a bad situation? But the thing about him is he's the kind of guy that, uh, you know, I listened to him afterwards and he was like, Hey, you know what? I struggled out there, but I also did some good things. I'm getting more comfortable out there and he's not blaming it on the coverages. We can do that. And, uh, the comment section could, could blame it on that, but, uh, he's, he has a place on this team. And so, you know, if he's taking his licks, that's fine. But what what are you thinking right now about this guy, the third round pick, Justin Lane? I, I my opinion on him hasn't changed at all. I thought he was a uh, a very uh, good pickup at that at that round. I think he was valued higher heading into the draft. And I mean, he, it's his first game. You know, you throw him, you're throwing him into the fire right away. I mean, how often do third round picks start the first preseason game and play as much as he did? So. All you can you can hope for is that he really did learn from that. I mean, you're not going to expect him to to uh, you know play you know lights out right away. But if he can take that experience and and learn from it and get better, and, and like you mentioned, he said, you know, I was over, in over my head in the beginning, but I felt like I got comfortable as the game went along. That's all you can ask for for a guy in that position. So I'm I, my opinion doesn't change at all. I'm still excited about what he can do. You know, if he continues to progress. Or if he does progress, you know, heading through preseason. 
That's very true, and that's uh, something that's going to be very exciting to uh, watch. Ryan Kellerman says Dupree is not getting cut. No, there's no way he's getting cut. Um, that's not a thing. But does he get resigned? Does he get a new contract? Um, he is betting on himself, and he is uh, he's not looking to sign an extension right now. He wants to uh, have a great season and uh, get paid big time next year. Which, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a big season. I uh, I th- I think it's coming. But uh, I would have loved to have seen it uh, in the last four years here as well. But with that being said, um, final thoughts on this game, Tony? Oh, it's, it's you know, I, I learned a long time ago not to get too high or low about preseason football. I look for individual performances. And, you know, as far as I was concerned, they, they, they gave me a lot. They entertained me a lot with, uh, you know, the quarterback play and obviously Devin Bush and, and James Washington and Holton. You know, you know, they had a couple of great stops on you know, two point conversions, which, you know, maybe that explains why they uh, practice seven shots so much. So, you know, as far as individual performances, that's, it, it, you know, I, I was very satisfied with, uh, with Friday night's performance. You know, my thoughts on this is look, I mean, I've been watching Steeler preseason games a long time. This is one that entertained me more than uh, a lot in the last few years. Um, you know, especially with what I'm looking at here is I'm not worried as much as I had been in last year, uh, a few years. And the fact that you have uh, situations, okay, okay, they won the game last couple of years. I remember they beat Detroit a couple of years ago. I'm like, oh, they won ugly. They beat the uh, Giants, but they won terribly. I mean, they did not look good. There was not much to be excited about. There was a whole lot more to be excited about after watching this game than to be worried about, um, in my opinion. So that's uh, that's why I'm feeling about it. Um, with that being said, can't wait for uh, um, Kansas City Saturday night um, in Pittsburgh at Heinz Field. That's going to be exciting. We're not going to talk about it because that's what the preview show is all about. And that's something we will do on Thursday. Join uh, Jeff Hartman, Dave Schofield, and myself for that. But before we go, there's something I do want to go ahead and mention. Um, Just the uh, very sad news. Um, 62-year-old Daryl Drake, um, the second-year receiver coach, a longtime coach in this league, passed away yesterday. Um, I... It may have been late Saturday night or early Saturday, early Sunday morning. I do not know the details on that. But what I do know is that this is a great loss for this team. Um, the uh, If you watched on social media, if you noticed on Twitter, these receivers were really feeling it. Something I, I, uh, I heard listening to Steeler Nation radio today, something very interesting was the fact that um, this is a guy that uh, when everything was going down, right before the Cincinnati game, he called a players-only meeting. And uh, he said that we need to stick together as a team and we're with each other all the time. We see ourselves more than we see our families. And we need to have each other's back. And this was the kind of man this guy was. I wish I would have got to know him more as a coach than just a name. And this is a very sad loss. So, um, you know, my condolences our condolences to his family, our condolences to our Steeler family that is really going to miss a great man. Uh, rest in peace, Daryl Drake. Um, sounds like you were a great man. Um, Steeler Nation will miss you. Um, this is going to be a season where they will, will honor Daryl Drake. And uh, you know what? I'd love to see the honors that are coming out already. Um, Steeler Nation has rallied around 
um, his memory already, and this is something that uh, he will, you will not be forgotten, sir. God bless you. With that being said, Tony, thank you so much. It was a great show. Everybody out there um, that uh, chimed in, we know we did the show a whole lot earlier tonight on YouTube, and we had uh, we had upwards of uh, eighty on the live chat, which was really good for a very early show. So thank you for doing that. With that being said, for Tony Defio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. You, my friends, have just been hungover. We'll see you next time. Take care. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>